everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Nobody's Happy Podcast, the official podcast of the FMHF, or Feminist Forgiving Mean Head Foundation. Remember, ladies, putting men in their place doesn't just mean being annoying. It's also about being as good as you can possibly be. So there you go. Good job, ladies. Um, speaking of feminists, um, <coughs> uh, I went to go see some MMA fights. <laughs> I went to go see some MMA fights this weekend. Oh man, that was so good. Oh, also before I get uh get started, uh y'all uh, y'all check out uh, the Willful Ignorance podcast. <clears throat> uh the Willful Ignorance podcast is the podcast that uh I've been doing with my friends for a while now. Um I think it's I think we used to call it when we first started like back in 2010 or when we started doing the podcast, it was about two years later, like maybe 2012, maybe even 2011. But we used to call it bootleg. And we've actually shared some of the uh, <laughs> some of the, the, the audio for that with each other. Oh, my God, dude. Some of the stuff that we said on that thing, appropriately called the bootleg podcast, um... Because it was just, it was just ratchet, dude. We would say some fucking awful things on that. Where we've, we've sent the 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 audios to each other, and we were like, dude, you need to get rid of this right now. <laughs> you need to destroy this audio. If if we're ever uh, if we're ever even gonna make any any kind of significant money in this business, because this will this will doom all of us. Not just, not just when we were saying whatever we're saying, but the rest of us by association. <laughs> I mean, it was all in jest, right? But I remember we used to get like just tortured drunk, like just babbling towards the end of it, man. And this is after already being at a show or at an open mic and drinking there. And then after that, we'd go, let's go podcast. And we'd start podcasting like at 11 or 12 uh, at night. And wouldn't be done till like 2, two or 4 in the morning. Oh, my God. But anyway, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> now uh, now we have this, um, this, this other podcast called Willful Ignorance, which we've been doing for a couple of years now. Uh, well, the guys, when I, when I was in New York, the guys kept on doing it, uh, and while I was out, uh, they, they just kept going with it, but now that I'm back, we're doing it again, uh, it's up to episode 144 now, we just had our friend Zach Dixon, who was, uh, who was on it, man, you want to check out, like, uh, an, an hour and a half of just hilarious stupidity, uh, check out Willful Ignorance, uh, episode 144, that just came out, I'll see if I can tag it on this fucking thing. Um, when, uh, right before I put it up, I'll put it in either in the description or, or one of the, uh, one of, uh, or I'll put it as a comment or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, check that out. Uh, speaking of, uh, our, our friend Zach Dixon and, and, uh, and George, uh, they went, uh, well, we went together, uh, and, and one of George's family members, uh, we went to, uh, we went to go see uh, live MMA fights. We went to go see Fury FC. 
which apparently was getting live streamed on uh, UFC Fight Pass. I thought these were going to be like just straight up amateur, but these are like professional fights. They're just in in a uh, in a lesser known league, you know, like uh, almost like the minor leagues of MMA. And I'll tell you, man, <clears throat> some of these kids, they're like fucking ferocious. You know, and they they looked apart. I remember when when MMA first started, if you went to see a non UFC MMA fight, uh, it was, or at least from the video that I've seen, I, I hadn't gone to once. This is this is the first one that I've ever been to this past Sunday, the um, live to see one live. Um, I, I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you this uh, this picture of. Uh, this picture that I'm looking at right now, this is them in, in, in full action mode. Action Jackson. Um, yeah, and the the way it looks here, it's... Uh, honestly, honestly, this picture looks like... Like, it, it looks farther than what it really was. I swear to you, where we were, we were on these balcony seats that you see on the on the opposite end. Uh, on our side, there was uh, we 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 were up there, and it it felt like you were so close, like you could you could wad up a piece of paper and hit one of the fighters in the head, like that's how close it was. Um, the 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 audio the audience was into it, man. It was it was so so cool. I I I'd never seen do a uh, I've never seen an actual live MMA you know professional. Uh, fighting thing this was my first time and it was it was everything that i that i could have hoped it was one we had amazing seats uh uh they they weren't cheap but they weren't like stupid expensive either you know they were like uh it was like a table of four up here uh was like uh was 400 bucks so it's basically 100 bucks a piece and for I know some people might might not even think that's a lot of money. They just might think that's a lot of money to go see uh, a fight. I'm telling you, dude, if you were there, you'd be like, it was worth every fucking penny, dude. I saw a flying knee knockout, dude. I saw a guy get knocked out fucking looking like he got shot, like just instantly went down. Like one of those walkers that get shot in The Walking Dead. You know, like like when um, what is it, Rita's? Uh, what what is his name on the on the show? I can't believe I'm blanking out. I I know his his real name, but I don't. Daryl, you got that crossbow. Every time you shoot him with a crossbow, you know how they just like immediately they drop down. That's what that dude. It looked like he. It looked like Daryl shot him with a crossbow in the in the fucking forehead. Like as soon as it, that dude's knee touched his face, he was fucking down. And I remember <clears throat> one of my one of our buddies was supposed to fight, man. Um, see, and there ended up being a couple of other comics there, and one of the main reasons why we ended up going was because one of the guys that was gonna fight on that night uh, was a, was a was a guy that that does comedy too. Like he he uh, governor. Um, he was he was supposed to be on the uh on, on on the on the fight card and on the day of uh George uh George calls me and he's like dude uh Governor said he's not gonna fight on the thing dude. I was like, What? 
this is the whole reason we're we're going. We want to go support our buddy, you know. Like, he, yeah, he he does. <clears throat> we consider him like a, a comic, you know. He does, does comedy, but you know, we find out, you know, you you play music or something, and and it's like 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 any other coworker situation, you know. Like you you find out your your friend does comedy, and you're like, oh shit, let me check out one of your comedy shows, then, man. <clears throat> Well, it was like that for us with him. Like, holy shit, dude, you do you do MMA? Well, he's also he was also a marine sniper, dude. Like, this dude is no no joke. He's like he's even shorter than me, but uh, you could tell by looking at him, dude. He is he is uh, thickums, as <laughs> as my sister said. He's a he's a he's a thick kid, man, and you could tell you could tell he's he's. You know, he's a dude that that, that fights. He's got the whole uh, cauliflower ears and everything. Uh, but it's a good dude, man. He's a real, really nice, uh, really nice kid. Uh, and he's a ferocious killer through and through, man. On top of being a nice kid, so we were gonna go, <clears throat> we were gonna go watch him. But the dude that he was fighting didn't make weight. In fact, he missed weight by like thirteen pounds. It was something stupid where it, it didn't seem like. The kid even tried to make weight. And you know what ended up happening? Like, this is this is how I know that the fight game is so fucking brutal and fucked up, man. Because, you know, th- this is also money on their on uh, on the promoter's part because they were able to find somebody that was almost as heavy as 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 the guy that missed weight. That guy got to fight. And my friend Governor, who made weight, he was he didn't get to fight. So it's basically like like he, he still gets his show money for for making weight and being ready, but he's losing out on the other half, you know. And had he won, and he seemed like he was very confident in winning. And I thought, just by knowing that, I was like, oh, dude, you would have smoked this dude. You would have smoked this dude. And I think what this dirtbag did was he realized he was not gonna make weight. And he was like, and, and I could, he probably thought I could end up getting a fight if I just, you know, I can get a fight in another weight class, but I won't be depleted. Uh, and I won't have to fight somebody uh, on, on, uh, on even ground, you know. And yeah, I mean, the, the dude got, uh, got rewarded for it. What a, what a dirtbag. I, I gotta be honest with you, and I feel very ashamed about this, but we were all we were all gonna boo this guy, and we did. We booed this guy because he got to fight in the co-main event, which was supposed to be my buddy's fight. Uh, he was supposed to be the co-main event um, against this dude, but instead, because that other guy didn't make weight, they found him somebody his size, and just put him in the co-main event anyway so it, and, and the dude came out and we all booed him we were like boo boo uh and that's all i remember man um yeah i i drank <laughs> dude here's what happened friday my my girl left for alaska right my girl left for Alaska to do this uh, one of these, uh, you know. She 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 loves nature stuff and and uh, she's just a good human being all around and likes important things like the environment and 
and and animals and nature and all that shit. And she's just been the opportunity came. She's done stuff for National Geographic. Uh, and because of that, the affiliates of National Geographic afforded her this opportunity to go up there and uh and basically just do her own uh her own um I don't I don't I don't think you call it research, but it was uh, it's definitely educational and, and also fun if you like outdoor shit. I'm not a hundred percent with uh with the whole thing and more than anything I I have an idea but I don't wanna I don't want to say because I'm not really sure of uh, how how it works. But anyway, point is, she was leaving in Alaska on Saturday. Uh, Friday night, we got just bombed, right? Uh, wake up, you know, Saturday, we, we, you know, she packs, we, we get ready. I take her to the airport. As soon as I take her to the airport, I come back home. I start getting ready because that that night on Saturday, I'm getting I'm getting ready to do a show with my friend Edward. And um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. These stupid sparkling waters are making me burp. Um, yeah, we we had a we had a show. Uh, I was on his show. And after we were done with the show, we went over to to his to his place. We we uh, we got hammered, drunk, dude, on tequila shots. That was always fun, right? Taking little shots of tequila. <clears throat> and I'm not really a big tequila guy, right? Which I know it's like the old stereotype, you know, Mexicans. You gotta you gotta get into that tequila. I'm not. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not my preferred drink. But when somebody says, yo, let's take some shots of tequila, I'm like, let's fucking take some shots of tequila, man. Let's fucking do it. Uh, my my shit is a whiskey for sure. Um but uh, but I get I, I get I fucks with tequila. Um yeah, we got trashed. I went home, got home, passed out. Uh, I wake up, it's like 10 Sunday, and then that's when we got Governor's fights. But I'm thinking his fights are going to be like around 6 at the earliest. Turns out the, the, these damn things are starting at like 2 or 2.30. And that's when my friend uh, my friend George called me. He was like, hey, man, Governor's not going to be on the fight. Yeah, did you see how I Tarantino, Tarantino that shit? I showed you the end first, and then I showed you the, you know, the parts leading up to where we were. <sighs> that was terrible. Um, <laughs> dude, I got so trash. There was this girl that was right next to us. There was another group, this table next to us. This girl just kept yelling. Like, yelling. Like, come on, get him. You've worked too hard for this. You work way too hard. You can do it. And she's just screaming obscenities, mind you. And uh, and all kinds of like motivational stuff, too. Stuff that was like, I think if I heard that while I was fighting, I'd probably be, you know, pretty amped up. Myself, too. Um, but... Yeah, it was a fun time, man. I had a I had a blast. I I'd never been to an MMA fight before. I highly recommend you guys go to one of uh 
one of these local um i don't know how how those are i don't know maybe because san antonio is a big city and they could do it um they can get enough people uh i don't know where you live but i'm sure they have stuff like this you know uh this was like pretty legit i mean it was fury fc i'd heard the name before and while we were on on uh in there the the announcer guy um was saying we're about to go live on fight pass in uh in like five minutes or something like that um <clears throat> but yeah uh I, apparently it was streamed live on fight pass on the ufc fight pass and some of these kids man i guess they're just they're looking for a contract which is why they were fighting uh so ferociously uh we got to see a couple of knockouts man uh the T levels were through the roof in that fucking place too, man. I think some that ch- that same chick that was yelling at the fighters to, to like motivational shit, uh, she was talking shit to some guy. I I don't remember how it happened, but as soon as we got there, all all I heard was this chick. I don't know if you heard the cadence of a Mexican girl uh, yelling uh, fucked up things. There's a lot of this, right, and a lot of inflection. And you say a lot of things that ain't like that, right? You that's that's when you know it's, this is a drunk Mexican chick, and she and she wants to fight somebody. Probably could get killed, uh, but she wants to fight somebody. And I I remember the dude walking walking away behind me, right? Because the, the 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 table is off to to, to the right of us. And I just remember uh, as the uh, hearing the guy as he's walking away. Him going like, hey, bro, your chick's wild, dog. Your chick's wild, bro. And he just kept saying, hey, your chick's wild, bro. Right? As she kept on barking all kinds of shit at him. And I don't know if it was like the guy trying to get a homie to fight him. But I, it felt to me like it was like, uh, like if my girl was, was running her mouth at some dude. And the guy kept looking at me like, dude, your chick is wild, dog. Like, it's like he didn't want to. He didn't want to insult his chick and start a fight, but he also wanted to let him know, like, it was almost like your chick's going to get you in trouble, bro, kind of a thing. That's the way I look at it. I think if a dude says that to you while your chick is running her mouth, I think what he's saying is, like, keep keep this chick in, 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 in check because she might get you get you all fucked up. But I don't think anybody wanted to do anything in that place. That place... Uh, should should be the most peaceful place ever because as soon as I drove in there, dude, I drove in there, and and I I could just see MMA bodies everywhere. I was like, that dude fights, that dude fights, that guy that locked his keys in his car, and he fights. You could just tell they're bailed. You know, the fucking the the tattoos that go with it, the beard. That a lot of the times goes with it. The ears, the, the fucked up ass ears. Oh, it was great, man. I had a fucking blast. Uh, I highly recommend that you guys should check uh, check stuff like that out too. Even box, I want to go to a boxing one. I've been to a boxing one, but it was that one was definitely amateurs. Everybody had their uh, headgear on and all that stuff. But I want to, um, I want to check out a, a, a boxing one next, man. Especially since I've been getting back into it and I've started um, getting back into boxing. 
because like i said man uh mma really took over like what i had for for football mma in the past like decade just slowly eased it out of the way and took over and boxing kind of also took a back seat um <clears throat> But now I remember I used to uh, go online and read uh, the Ring magazine. Now, uh, not anymore. But lately, lately within the past couple of months, within the past like maybe four to six months, I've been starting to get more into uh, into boxing. Certainly, seeing some of those during the pandemic, those boxing matches that there'd be no crowd and you can hear the the breath and the smack of when they throw the punch, you're like, and you just hear, right? Like, and you just see somebody crumble over and you're like, good God. Or somebody gets hit, uh, like right in the liver or the stomach and you just hear, oof. It just amplifies what, uh, the action that you're watching, you know? It's really, I love combat sports, man. It really, like, made me think about discipline in a positive way. Because I think I have this uh, negative connotation with discipline from, uh, not negative connotation. It's not that I thought um, there was something negative about discipline. But it discipline left a, a bad taste in my mouth because from the army and from religion... Like, from the army, it was like, discipline just meant, this is really going to suck. When when somebody said, man, we're going to have to be very disciplined, in my head, all I knew was like, oh, this mission is going to suck ass, dude. If they're already saying we're going to have to be disciplined, that means we're in for a, a fucking ass kicking and a half. Um... And in religion, discipline just meant, like, no cursing, no beating off, no, uh, I grew up a uh, fund, uh, fundamentalist, no, not fundamentalist, Christian, um, evangelical, Pentecostal, uh, yeah, and it's basically the most emotionally abusive, I'm kidding, I, I don't know, some of you, some of you are probably in, into that stuff, um. No, I, I, I just felt like a, it was like the whole point of the religion was like, you'll never be good enough for Jesus. So you should always feel like a piece of shit. And uh, yeah, so uh, what, I, what, what MMA uh, and, and combat sports in general do to discipline for me is they, is they put it in a, in a more positive way. You know, like discipline can be something that can be used to better yourself and better the people around you or make things better for the people around you because of your discipline. One time I, I, I got this book by Jocko Willink uh, called Discipline Equals Freedom. I left it in New York like a jackass. But, um, yeah, it talked about that, like discipline equals freedom. It's basically when, when, when you're disciplined, it gives you freedom to do all kinds of other stuff. Now, I don't exactly believe all that stuff because, um, well, because I'm not disciplined. <laughs> We're talking about a guy that gets up at 4.30 in the morning to go do push-ups. That's, uh, that's not me, bro. That's never going to be me. I'm never going to wake up 4.30. Uh, I'm never going to have a six-pack ever again. 
I think I may have had one in uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq, but that's because I was so scrawny. And uh, we would go out on four-day missions. By the time I come back, man, I, like, you burn all those cal- You burn through all those calories, man. Those MREs, the reason those MREs have so many calories in them is because uh, they know they're going to fucking, uh, they're going to put you through the fucking ringer. And your body's going to be demanding uh, a lot from you. So, yeah, I guess that's why, um, that's why I love that shit. Uh, it's a good, uh, it's a good way to do things. Um, okay, I gotta, I gotta do some, uh, I gotta do some reads from our sponsors. This episode of Nobody's Happy is brought to you by people who vote in a two-party system. Do you believe that professional wrestling is way too realistic? Are you easily aroused by racial qualifiers like the Latino vote or black America? Well, then look no further for the sugary treat of feeling good for no good reason by voting in a two-party system. So put on your best MAGA or blue no matter who shirt and sashay down the runway of uselessness. Jettison the heavy cargo of common sense and critical thinking by laying on the bed of complacency. But wait, there's more. People who vote in a two-party system are not just limited to empty gestures and mind-numbing platitudes. Take an active role in the destruction of your country by disparaging not just third-party candidates, but also the very idea of having more options. That's right. You too can now drink from the sweet nectar of believing you're responsible while simultaneously giving the corporations the key to America's much-pounded asshole. People who vote in a two-party system. Because... Some citizens are meant to be the pimple on the inside of a nation's ass cheek. This episode is also brought to you by Rescue Dogs. Rescue Dogs are a fun and exciting way to add chores to an already fast-paced life that runs on the fuel of desperation. That's right. The irresponsible way to take on responsibility is no further than your local rescue shelter, a.k.a. Doggy Death Row. So, if you like excitement and you would love to play Russian roulette with the psychological trauma of a small creature, rescue dogs are for you. Fill your life with the confounded experience of adopting the equivalent of a child with ties to MS-13. Peer into the dark void of a creature whose past is as black as the thousand-yard stare it directs out your living room window. Rescue dogs. Because fuck it, that's why. Uh, I started watching The Walking Dead again. <clears throat> Holy shit, man. I love The Walking Dead. It, it, uh, I had stopped watching. I think I'm on season uh, nine. Apparently, they're on season 11. Uh, no, I stopped watching in season eight or seven. I think it might have been seven. And then my niece is like really into it, and one day she was watching it, and I and I kind of watched a little bit of where I had left off. <clears throat> and I don't know, it just kind of I was like, man, I was kind of getting into that. I I could feel it. Uh, yeah, and I went back to it, <clears throat> like two three episodes in, dude. It's I, it reminded me why why I like The Walking Dead in the beginning. Uh, to begin with, it's it's because just the ruthlessness. They have the same ruthlessness, the writers, 
as as the writers on uh, Game of Thrones. You know how like a Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead are like there are these shows where just cuz just cuz a character is likable or even lovable doesn't mean that they aren't susceptible to uh get their head cut off or or catch one in the brain or get bit by a zombie or get chewed up alive. Um because and man does it fucking hurt, dude. You you feel it. You're like, "Are you serious?" And part of you is like, please don't, please don't, please be a dream or something. Oh, and it and it just gut wrenches you, man. But it makes you like for some it, it that it's the kind of stuff that makes you keep watching because you know that they're all in real all the characters are in real danger. You know, they could all go at any moment. And it could happen like for no good fucking reason. You're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It pisses you off, but it also, like, it makes you keep watching. I could see how some people get, because uh, I remember, like, after after Glenn, uh, spoiler alert, after um, after Glenn died, I remember I, I got the will sapped out of me to even watch. And I was like, how do these guys even continue, man? I don't even want to continue, because <laughs> my friend Glenn is dead. Oh my god, it was so good, dude I fucking loved it uh, And I'm watching it again uh, Especially now that my girl's gone I don't got shit to do at night um, I'll just sit there and watch it And it's, um, it's, it's so much fun You know what, you know what they do really good Is uh, in, in writing It's like the, the, the bad guys The quote-unquote bad guys They're not, they're not these two-dimensional scarecrows right like it's just somebody being evil for the sake of being evil you know basically the way uh the 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 way conservatives and liberals look at each other is like oh they're just evil because they're they're not us so that means they're evil or at least some i shouldn't generalize that way i shouldn't generalize about their generalizing um no, it's they they always like especially super evil guys. There's always something about their background. And not just in The Walking Dead, I'm talking about in any movie or or story you hear. Any good bad guy has in their head a good reason to act the way they act. Because that is how reality works, right? Like uh, somebody that's gonna blow up a ho- uh, 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 blow themselves up in, in in a train station, you know, in their head they are doing the right thing, and everybody else is is just in, indulging in 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 the devil's cock, and to them it's like I have to blow myself up because if I don't, more evil is gonna come, and and. And as much as the, the United States goes to other countries and destroy them, uh, and, and destroy them, I mean, in a way, destroy them. Um, well, the, those people that are fighting, you know, the soldiers, that eighteen-year-old kid, that eighteen-year-old kid doesn't believe he's he's part of an imperialist army that's uh, that's being used by by corporations and corrupt politicians, just like myself. Uh, I I believed I was I was doing the right thing, and if you change the definition to the right thing is like from from 
you know, are you fighting for your country to am I making sure that my guys are alive? Then I was doing the right thing by making sure that my guys were alive or trying to neutralize um, whatever cocksucker was shooting at us. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's just people people don't just get up one day and do evil shit. You know, it even even Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader. It was it was just a fear of 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 losing everything that made him become such a cunt, and he just wanted to he wanted to crush every opposition that could bring about more pain for him until eventually you just get lost in the game that you start playing and you forget why you started playing the game so now uh, you now you start choking a motherfucker with your mind because he he looked at you funny <laughs> i find your lack of faith disturbing i mean he didn't start off choking motherfuckers with his with his index and and thumb from far away I'm I'm sure he used, you know how many times those officers must have just said something stupid and he just sat there like I could choke this motherfucker with my mind if I wanted to and one of those days it was just it was like not today bro not you know I've, I've been keeping quiet about this and just taking it but today I'm choking a motherfucker from far away and he did and it wasn't even uh <clears throat> wasn't uh when they blow up that 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 planet I think it was Leia's place no they blow up a planet and and princess Leia's like you promised you wouldn't I think it's not even um Darth Vader that gives the order right I think it's I think it's that skeletor looking weirdo that um Yeah, that gives the order for for them to destroy the. Uh, and I never, when I was a kid, I never even realized. I got so taken aback by by Darth Vader's. Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't watch uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars, because I'm because I'm from I'm from West Texas, and I just do something weird with the S's when I when I'm start talking. Um, the fuck was I talking about? Uh, oh yeah, I didn't start watching uh, Star. I didn't watch Star Wars till I was in the army. Uh, when my friend uh, Espinosa, he was like, "You've never seen Star Wars, dude! I'm gonna give you the collection, and you have to watch them in chronological order, but not chronological in the time, chronological in the way the movies came out." <laughs> yeah, so I watched. Uh, but but I knew about Star Wars and the the before I I knew the whole thing I thought Darth Vader was the main bad guy but it turns out he wasn't even the second in command he was just like a a thug uh and and that skeleton the skinny old guy on the ship was the was was in charge of him and in charge of that guy was the emperor and in charge of the emperor was the devil, <laughs> I think. Um, <clears throat> what was I talking about? Yeah, a good, a good bad guy. That is a good bad guy. A bad guy that has a reason to be bad 
And not only that, but not just a reason to be bad, but a reason to do the things that they do that you happen to take as bad. Because from their point of view, they don't see it as a bad thing. This is just, look, man, sometimes you got to do fucked up shit. Because if you don't, people are going to hurt you. That's their mentality, right? Which, by the way, that is something that you can really, in real life, get get sucked into, man. I know it's not. it hasn't been like really harsh things. But I have noticed that there's times where I find it a little bit difficult to to feel sympathy for little things. Like if 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 somebody's dog died and you know you know how much dude if, if our dog died if Pax died, I'd I'd probably cry, right? But when it happens to other people. I'm just like, well, it's your fucking dog, you know. I mean, I don't say it like that, but I'm like, damn, that sucks, man. But in my head, I'm like, uh, so are, uh, are we going to Austin or what? Are we going to go party or what? So you want to go watch the fight or no? <laughs> now, and I, I guess it's just like when you... When you're a sensitive per or even if you're not a sensitive person, but if you get exposed to certain certain shit, man, there's gonna come a point where 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 things are not gonna affect you the same way as as other people. You know, like my 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 girl and I, we had uh we would have these um these things when the whole pandemic started, she would be like she wouldn't she was more. Not so much worried about COVID, but worried about how little worried I was about COVID. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't that I didn't think it was real. Or I didn't think it could hurt you or certainly kill people. Uh, it was just like I, I I need a I need to hear or see something, man. I can't I can't just. Uh, And even when I do see it, uh, I I just I calmly go like, okay, um, let's wear a mask because people are uh, getting real fucking sick. Whether it works or not, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm I'm an idiot. All right. If you if you told us, hey y'all, the, the virus attacks people who don't wear their underwear inside out, I'd be like, well shit, man, I gotta I gotta turn my underwear inside out. <laughs> Oh, dude, that that would that would have been me. I've been there. You gotta you gotta wear your your underwear on the outside of your pants so that uh, so that COVID doesn't hit you. I'd be like, well, shit, man, I'll wear two. Can never be too careful with this shit. <clears throat> By the way, don't let these don't let these fucking pieces of shit media. Cocksuckers try to uh, make it seem like we gotta go back into Afghanistan. Suck a dick, dude. We're done. We're done with that fucking place. It's over. Forget about. What about what about the the jeeps that we? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Drop some bombs on it if you want. I don't give a shit. We're done. We're wasting fucking money. Christ, dude. 
the amount of money and you 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 think like well we got to have the best stuff it's, we did most of the money wasn't even for the military it was for afghanistan or for afghanistan which aka the most corrupt fucking human beings on the planet the the afghan government is known as being ultra corrupt dude i'm talking like warlords you're saying warlords not even not even mobsters warlords Mobsters have to hide from the police. Warlords are the police, the judge, the 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 fucking the the city council, the they're everything. Well, the warlord is everything. That's why they call warlords. They're lords over war. She was a hoarder. Um. yeah, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> I think I'm gonna end up a terrible note like that. Now, um, I just wanted to um, say, uh, let's see, what do I got going on? I got. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm on the, the Friday, September 10th. I'm gonna be uh, upstage comedy lounge here in San Antonio. Uh, it's my buddy uh, Bobby Smith uh, started a room uh, here, and uh, I'm gonna have the. Uh, the pleasure of headlining one of those nights uh, on the first weekend, um, and I hope um, I hope it goes well, man. I'm, I'm definitely gonna start preparing now. Start preparing a set. Um, see how it goes. Uh, I just got a call from uh, Pad Buckles from the Ha Festival. Um, yeah, they want to put me on the. They want to put me on the festival, even though they. Um, well, I thought they were supposed to invite you, but then they're like, "You didn't, um, you 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 didn't submit to the festival." I was like, "Huh? You, you submit to the festival?" I go, "Well, in either case, uh, we'll find a spot for you, and um, just send us a video of like a six to eight minute set or some shit like that." So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a uh, I'm gonna do like a six to eight minute video uh, set. And uh, hopefully this Friday um, at the Blind Tiger, and then uh, and show it to them. And be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you likey, you likey or no likey? Cause I can go fuck myself. <laughs> Feel free to do the same. No, um, hopefully everything goes all right, and uh, I would like to be part of the Ha Festival once again. Uh, it's uh it's good to get out. It's good to get out and do stuff. Um other than that guys, uh thank you so much for uh for listening and uh for tuning in. I hope uh I hope I can do more stuff in the future uh with this podcast and maybe not just with the podcast but also stuff on the on the channel. Uh I'm I'm still thinking, man. I'm still thinking. I'm starting to uh I'm trying to see what uh what shit I can come up with, and uh, maybe maybe next week I'll I'll start doing uh, start doing this thing and uh, again in, in in Josh's studio since we're back in the studio. We started doing the podcast again, and also uh, remember to check out Willful Ignorance uh, episode one forty four with Zach Dixon. 
Um, yeah, just uh, if you want to uh, try something something new, uh, willful willful ignorance is is it's a podcast where we the way we play around with each other is is basically uh, uh, we take the worst interpretation of what you just said and run with it. Hence the name willful ignorance. Uh, it's just it's just a way to just have fun and be stupid. <clears throat> And I think if you guys uh, if you guys give it a shot, you you'll definitely get to like it, man. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, thank you guys. Y'all have a good evening. Bye. Or uh, what was it? Morning, afternoon, or evening?